Digital Marketing Radio, episode 189. What to publish? Chapter 8 of Digital Marketing in 2017. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Flying solo with David Bain. David Bain. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 189 of Digital Marketing Radio. Today, I'll be sharing what to publish which is chapter 8 of the book Digital Marketing in 2017. You can get your copy over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. What to Publish, chapter 8, features Janet Fouts, Chris Reed, Lexi Mills, Marcin Chorovsky, Mike Mindell, Cosman Negrescu, Anne Smarty, Nadia Koja, and Emmerich Erno. Chapter 8. What to publish. But of course, how to publish and when to publish isn't much use unless you know exactly what to publish, how to structure that content, and what precisely to include in that content. Janet Fouts from JanetFouts.com advises to pay attention to what our prospects want, not what we think they want. You know, I think my top digital marketing strategy is really about paying more attention to what people really want instead of pushing out what we think they want. You know, if we take a mindful approach to our audience and really look at what it is that they're looking for and figure out how we can get there. You know, we can use things like Google Trends to kind of find out what they're looking for, listen to conversations out there and talk back to people instead of talking at them. And I think that's going to be really crucial. We expect that now. So we expect a lot more from, from our marketers. And so we got we to gotta step up and supply that. And upping your game is certainly something that Chris Reed from Ardor SEO agrees with. Chris says, anyone that knows SEO in the slightest Here's the terms white hat and black hat. Black hat describes the naughty stuff that Master Google disapproves of, and white hat is the squeaky clean stuff that doesn't always get results. Every year Google gets bigger, more powerful, and has way more data to back up their search results. It's becoming that much harder to game the system. My advice? Stop trying to game the system and provide what Google wants. What Google wants is great user experience through superb content. Creating super high quality content that engages with users will not only up your rankings through an increased click-through rate and a lower bounce rate, it'll also make all of that traffic even more valuable as it will increase conversions. My suggestions is to go through Google Search Console previously called Google Webmaster Tools, find the highest ranking pages and go through Google Analytics to find the paths that users take through your website, where they're dropping off and not converting, and focus your energy there. Work on these pages to make them more descriptive and more engaging. Have users dying to take action to become customers. And we need to be honest with ourselves about the quality of the content we're producing. Lexi Mills, Lexi Mills on Twitter, says it's important to ask ourselves the question, do we deserve to rank? 
Lexi says, in bygone days, many tried to dupe Google by building fake links. Then the industry was forced on building real looking links. The majority then graduated to strategies that would encourage natural links. But that's not enough with the introduction of machine learning. We will need the full ripple effect of signals to continue to optimize well, meaning we have to execute ourselves and strategies with integrity because the machines are already smarter than us. And this is only going to grow. Integrity underpinning this structure of optimization and business imprints on the internet and gives me immense hope for the future of this landscape. Because if we have to ask ourselves what we need to do to deserve to rank, by default, we're forced to interrogate our business proposition. The best content and PR stories I have seen and worked on have always come from this place, promoting the decisions companies make and why. There is clearly still some work to be done around brand dominance and filter bubbles for this to flourish, but one step at a time. And for Marcin Chorovsky from growthturn.com, it's about really understanding who your target audience is. My top tip for 2017 is go back to the basics and just focus 100% on your challenges and aspirations to your core target audience uh, before you start creating anything. Just before you start creating any new content, just focus on your target audience. And this sounds like simple and silly, but as you know, SEO and content like to becoming increasingly difficult if you don't stand out. Yet, oftentimes we see brands creating bland content. Currently, uh, everyone's producing content and we are fighting for user attention. So attention uh, is it's something that we've got in a few seconds. So brands have to really stand out. And the way to do that is to be 100% focused on the target audience. And Mike Mendel, founder of Word Tracker, has been in the business of keywords for many years. And for him, it's all about understanding the specific phraseology that people are more likely to use in certain scenarios. Well, I want to go back to basics as well. And what I want you to do is think about when you're entering a new market and think about a really big idea. And that idea is this that in order to, to first, in order to really want something, you first have to perceive that you don't already have it. And I know that sounds a little bit philosophical for this time of night, but just think about the idea again. In order to really want something, you first have to perceive that you don't already have it. So imagine I had, um, I don't know, let's say a, a cup of coffee in front of me, a Starbucks chai latte, I quite like chai latte, yep, chai latte. And I'm taking a sip from it, I'm enjoying it, and you come over to me and say, hey, Mike, would you like a chai latte? What I'm going to say is, no, no, I've, I've already got one, thanks. Uh, I don't need it. Um, and the same thing would apply to if I had my iPhone 6. Uh, I've got an iPhone 6 in front of me, and if you turn around and said, Mike, would you like an iPhone 6? I'll go, well, well no, I, I, I don't want one. I already have it. So in order to really want something, I have to perceive I don't already have it. Now, if you said to me, do you want an iPhone 7? Um, I might look at my iPhone 6 and go, you know what? I don't have 
an iPhone 7. I think I, oh, depending on the features and the battery life and all this stuff, maybe I do want an iPhone 7 and I don't know, I didn't know before, but now I do. And here's the really important point. The language that you use to express that lack is what you put into engines like Google. Two trillion times a year, 167 billion times a month. The language you use to express that lack is what you put into Google. So wouldn't it make sense the next time you go into a niche market to sell your product or service to actually look at what people are searching for and what is the lack and the language that they're putting into that search box. Cosman Negrescu, founder and CEO of SEO Monitor, believes that it's essential to know the potential reach of your content before you come close to deciding to produce the content. So uh, there, there are lots of trends like uh, mobile first, AMP, video, and so on. And these are great things. We should definitely use them um, to enhance the content we produce. But sometimes we forget that um, distribution is far more important than producing the content itself, that the content itself. So um, my tip is to always try to estimate the reach and the, the impact of any uh, acquisition uh, initiative. And um, that's before actually putting the, the time and money into producing the content. That way, you, you, what you do, you validate if it's worth the effort or not. And most of the times, uh, it's not about um, the result. It will not be that you'd be canceling the initiative, but you'll find um, a, a great creativity in, in finding new ways to, to reach more people with your message. So um, it's not about being accurate with the estimation. It's more about going, being thoughtful and going through the process of estimating the, the impact. And um, there's also this um, rule that applies to any fast growing company is that uh, they found a distribution channel that brings about 70% of, of their growth. So in, instead of uh, tackling many channels, um, just try, try to focus on, uh, on finding the one channel that will bring a majority of the growth. Think about channels, there's also this uh, golden age of, of each channel. Rem remember Facebook uh, five years ago. What happens there is that uh, a company can, can gain a lot uh, if, if they, they scroll and they, they use the, this um, point of in, in the life cycle of, of a channel. And that's because what, what happens there is uh, you can still get a lot of return on investment. And that's because the channel um, has a large uh, audience, uh, a large number of users, and it, it, it's rapidly growing, but with a, a decent amount of uh, competition. So I'd say uh, before mobile first, we should think distribution first. Another source of content ideas should be your audience's questions, says Anne Smarty, founder at SEO Smarty. So my tip for 2017 is to answer questions. You know that most people are online to find answers to their questions. and. How well you are answering them on your website is how successful you are. And you can even see this trend on Google 
they are now featuring the best answers and the websites with the best answers to the user's questions in the quick answer box. You will see them all over the place. Like try searching for age of moon or cost of living uh, by state or any other place. You will see a quick answer box about the search results, giving those publishers more opportunities to get clicks and referrals and traffic. And my actual tip is we have, there are two really cool tools that allow you to find those questions that people tend to search box. The first one is serpstat.com. Try searching for any word there, click through content marketing section, then click to search questions, and it will show you the list of all the questions people, people tend to type in the search box containing the term. This way, uh, and there will also be a tag cloud containing most popular, most frequent other words that come next to your word in question. So this is very useful to, for, to structure your content marketing. And the other tool is answerthepublic.com. Same way, search for your word in that tool and it will show you the mind map of all the questions that people tend to type with your work in the search, in the search box. This is another very useful tool for brainstorming. Now just pull that data together, use both tools. I guess they're both free. Surfstart is premium, but it will show you questions for free. Um, search, use those phrases, combine them, and create the huge good list of content ideas for 2017. With all this great research that you're conducting, on the content that you should be writing, just because you're finding phrases to include, doesn't mean that you should be only publishing the written word. Nadia Koja, head of marketing for Vengage, shares her belief that visual content needs to be a significant part of your strategy. Yeah, so I'm pretty confident that visual content is going to take a pretty epic hike in 2017. Um, I mean, we already know that visuals uh, like infographics, videos um, are 30 times more likely to be seen and consumed than most text-based articles, and the majority of our communication is visual as it is. Um, so I think that businesses are not only focusing on functionality now, but um, I mean, when people look at a business, it's not only about functionality; it's more about aesthetic. Is it a is it a cool business? Uh, a cool business to do work with. Um, so I see the marketing, marketing in the B2B industry kind of moving towards uh, the importance of visual use, uh, specifically animated graphics and adding, uh, adding more of those. So I think that static images are just not as engaging as they used to be. And I've noticed a lot more marketers pushing to include infographics in their content and videos in their content, but not just, the, like I said, not just static graphics, but more like moving graphics. Uh, kind of like bigger GIFs with data appearing and disappearing in and out of the canvas. Um, on top of that, I think a constant production of these graphics, someone else touched on it before, but we need to be more consistent in, with when we're producing this content. Um, one really great visual a month is no longer good enough. Now you need kind of that weekly visual content that's jam-packed with data-driven insights uh, to take it one step for, further and also that it's beautifully designed. Uh, so in order to do that um, and implement that strategy, I recommend starting out by really looking at your top performing content and trying to repurpose that into engaging visuals first. Uh, you can do that by pinpointing the main takeaways and tips that are highlighted in that content and any relevant points or data 
and using some type of tool or hiring a freelancer on a site like Upwork who can quickly transform that information into a compelling video or motion graphic. And then if you've tested out the strategy and it works for you and for your audience um, by repurposing that content, uh, you can actually start implementing it on all of your content as you move forward. And I think that will just really boost engagement in 2017. Uh, so yeah, that's what, that's what my tip is. Let's end this chapter by hearing from Emmerich Erno, founder and CEO of Agora Pulse, who believes that there's one very simple way to determine whether or not your content is good enough. He also had some advice for why you shouldn't spend all your time behind a computer. I have two tips that are really dear to my heart that I want to share with you today. Um, the first one is about content. I, I heard a lot about tips uh, regarding content marketing and I have one tip about, about content marketing I keep giving to people is the next piece of content you write, make it go through the mother or the best friend test. Is it a piece of content you would send your mother and be proud about it? Is it a piece of content you would, you would send your best friend and be proud about it? Is it a piece of content you would send to the influencers you know in your ecosystem and be proud about it? And I have to say, a lot of content I, I wrote in the past wouldn't pass that test, and that's some, not something I'm going to do next year. So that's my first advice. Um, and my second piece of advice is something I learned about as a, as a startup founder, which is uh, one of the big principles of the Lean Startup, is get out of the building and talk to customers. And I think too many marketers stay in their Ivory Tower, um, thinking about marketing strategies, marketing tools, uh, marketing tactics and the latest um, uh, shining object on, on the marketing field and they forget about you know exactly knowing what customers want what customers need what customers say what they say about the product the services we sell and and for a marketer as for any type of you know uh, uh, job that is not directly customer facing talking to customers can be very, very insightful. So I advise to you all marketers, get out of the building, talk to customers, try to learn from them, and you'll build a much better marketing strategy for next year. Chapter 8, What to Publish. Summary. Pay attention to what our prospects want, not what we think they want. Stop trying to game Google. What Google want is great user experience through superb content. Ask yourself what you need to do to deserve to rank. Focus 100% on the challenges and aspirations of your core target audience before creating content. Understand the specific phraseology that your target market is likely to use when expressing the potential lack of your product or service. Estimate the potential reach before producing content. Focus on your single best distribution channel. A source of content ideas should be answering your audience's questions. Produce data-driven animated GIFs on a regular basis to augment your written content. Set your content the mother test. Go out and about and talk to your customers face-to-face. -face. You can get your copy of Digital Marketing in 2017, the book, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com Just scroll down, click on the orange order button and you can choose from ordering the paperback or the Kindle edition on either Amazon.com 
or amazon.co.uk. Then, when you've ordered, come back to digitalmarketingin2017.com to claim your bonuses. Yeah.